Back on the big wake-up call, I'm Ryan Gatenby, and time for my next guest. He is a musical legend, a Grammy-winning artist who has sold more than 70 million records as a member of the Commodores. And he and the band will be part of the uh, 2020 Ultimate Disco Cruise, which is coming up in uh, February. And we're going to visit with William King, and uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm all right. It's a beautiful day. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia this morning. It's absolutely beautiful here. Now, William, I remember vividly the first time uh, that song we played in the intro. The first time I heard Night Shift, I was it was the good old AM radio while I was helping my dad wash his car, and then uh, I rode my bike to go get the 45. I still have that 45 with the, uh, with the picture sleeve. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, you can't, that, that's incredible. You're kind of aging me here, but I love it. <laughs> Now, I heard you guys weren't really thinking of that uh, as a single. Is that true? What? Which one? Night Shift? Yeah. Oh, no, no. It was it was always a single for us. Um, what we did was we uh, have a, a listening session, and that was, in the beginning, it wasn't one of the songs that was originally in the listening session. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess you're right. It really wasn't considered at first um, for uh, being a single, but it was played doing that session at the end, and immediately everyone in that room, uh, I remember the, the vice president of Motown at the time, name was Skip Miller, he just stood right up and he said, that's the release right there. That's the song we're going to release first. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Because, you know, during those days, you just wanted to have a release. You know what I mean? Right. You didn't want to tell you that, uh, that everything sucked, and so you had to go <laughs> back and do you again. But uh, he said, that's the release right there. And uh, but I felt that way. I think all all of the, all the Commodores felt that, that was the, that was going to be the release um, because of how powerful that move synthesized was and, and the message that it portrayed about uh, 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 Mom and Gay. You know, it was just um, it was just so powerful, and uh, it just took off. And so um, uh, the song has has been like the savior for this group, and it also um, won us a Grammy. I mean, if it reached me as a, as a fourteen year old kid in the suburbs, I'm like, it, it had to be uh, you know significant and, and meaningful to a lot of people. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, because again, it was the feeling. And to this day, it's the feeling that it gives when it comes across over, over those speakers. And uh, even when we play that song on stage, I mean, you can just hear the people just just like they're uplifted. You hear the, 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 the like even like little moans and groans out there because it just feels them, and they have to say something uh, and, and do something when that when that comes on. As in the reverse with Brickhouse, when they hear Brickhouse, they just jump right up out of the seats. Half of them land on the stage. So it's good to have music like that that can move people in, in those ways. I don't see how someone could go to a Commodore sh- uh, show and just, you know, sit still the entire time. You're not a band that you, you sit and quietly observe. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And, um, uh, you know, and the other thing that, that I love is that people sing along with us. And um, um, once we had, um, J.D. was singing uh, Three Times a Lady. And um, when, we finished this, when we finished the show, a lady came backstage and she was quite upset. She said, you know, you sung the second verse first and the first verse second. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he just stared at her, you know what I mean? Because he's thinking, did I really do that? You know, evidently he did because she was adamant about it. And um, I try to explain to her, sometimes, you know, things happen. 
You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, people, they notice everything on that stage, you know, because they live with those songs. They have lived with those songs. And those songs meant something to them during their lives. Something happened in their lives uh, while that song was out, and that song became a part of all of that. So you have to be really careful and make sure you do things correctly because everybody, people are paying attention. Do you feel like at a certain point, like you guys, obviously you write the songs, you record them, perform them, at a certain point they kind of belong uh, just as much to the audience as they do to you? Yeah, and even we don't, the audience does. Okay? I mean, it's literally a part of their lives. And so, and and that's why we actually write them. You know, as much as we, 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 as we, when we write a song, we consider it ours. I think in reality, we consider it that it belongs to everybody. It belongs to the world. We want to give it to the world because that's how we get out of ourselves the things that we need to. We need to, to pull this out and put it out there. So, yeah, I think it belongs to everybody. You know, I think everybody in the world can grab hold and say that this is for me. And then we got to mention this uh, Ultimate Disco Cruise. What, what show do you guys uh, have planned? Is this your whole band? Are you doing your regular show? We're going to do our basic show on, 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 during the evening. And uh, there's a lot of other acts on the show with us. But we're going to do the songs, you know, like Three Times a Lady, Still, Easy, Close to You, Sweet Love, the song we just mentioned, Night Shift. Um, uh, I, I can't even think of them all right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're doing our show on there, and we're... We're going to just perform our hearts out. We're going to be routining, dancing, flipping, uh, sliding, uh, <laughs> you name it. We're going to be doing it on that, on that stage and having a great time. And, you know, and we're going to enjoy all the other acts that are on there. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to being able to see some of the, the acts that I haven't seen in such a long time. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the Jackson 5. You know, we, we did the very first tour. Um, that they did with the Jackson Five. Now they're the Jacksons, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing them. We have Casey and the Sunshine Band, Shalimar, uh, uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Nose Heat Wave, Sister Sledge, the Miracles, the Tramps, uh, George McRae, and uh, Maxine Nightingale. Look, I got to see her again. So anyway, it, it, there's so many acts on here from the '70s and '80s that uh, I haven't seen since then. And it's going to be fun. And everybody who comes to that show, they're going to be reminiscing every time they hear a song. Because every song that everybody's going to be playing is a hit. And it was a hit in somebody's heart, somebody's life. And uh, it's going to be a, just an incredible, incredible cruise. And uh, details, by the way, at uh, ultimatediscocruise.com for the 2020 Ultimate Disco Cruise, featuring, of course, the Commodores and my guest, William King. And, uh, William, such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure to be here, and I'm looking forward to seeing all of them. And they can sit down next to me doing dinner, the fans, and just we can just talk and talk and talk, and they can ask anything they want to ask, and we're going to have a wonderful time. Thank you. Thank you so much.